We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of Way to Wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, he can also help young people plan for their financial future, help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. Hey folks, this is my interview with two members of Endless Chaos. It's an interesting one too, because when we started doing this interview, it dawned on me that despite the diverse nature of the podcast and all of the different types of artists I've interviewed over the years, I really haven't had a lot of metal bands on the show. And Winnipeg has a very deep, very strong metal scene, and there are a lot of bands that that I'm even a fan of that I just haven't had on the podcast for whatever reason. It's not a uh, intentional, an intentional omission. It's just uh, the way things have worked out. A lot of the heavier bands I've had on the show have been instrumental bands or more in the punk hardcore kind of vein. So it was cool to have these guys on. They've been in the Winnipeg scene for a very long time. And despite a number of lineup changes over the years, they finally seem to have themselves figured out with a set lineup and a set sound and an idea of where they're going in the future. So we talk about their new music, about their history, about the idea of making metal catchy, which is, I think, to some people kind of strange, but in their context, it makes a lot of sense. It's a fun interview. It's a band that I didn't know too much about going in, although I was aware of them and had heard them, you know, here and there over the years. I hope you enjoy it. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of the first podcast network. Radio. I'm in the uh, historic Grain Exchange building again, which is, uh, it's always cool coming here because I go to a lot of really shitty jam spaces, and this like has the security desk, and it's like all the kind of gold letters on the wall and everything. Yeah, it's, it's just a super classy place to have a have a jam space. So Yeah, it's crazy, like, being in, like, punk and metal bands. It's just like, oh, am I supposed to be in here? Is this the right place? Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine the security probably gives some people some weird looks, too, some of the oh, bands that... The security here is pretty chill. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that coming in, they were yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, they're all good folks. Yeah. yeah. They, they know what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think maybe the best way to, to get this started is if the two of you, uh, I know you're not the entire band, yep. but if you want to introduce yourselves, what you do in the band, and then maybe let me know who's missing, too. Yeah, cool. So, uh, I'm Mike Menza. I play guitar in Endless Chaos. I'm Trevor. I do vocals. Okay, and who's, and, who's not uh, here? Clayton Parisian, our guitar player, is not here. Uh, James Burton, our drummer, he's on dad duties tonight. And okay. uh, Jeff Armerang, he's busy tonight. He's our bass player. Cool. Able to make it tonight. Cool, so. no, but it's good. I mean, it, there's good things and bad things about talking to a huge group of people. Sometimes it's hard to kind of 
control the conversation because everyone's talking all over each other. So yeah. two is good. It's a manageable. <laughs> yeah, if five people get kind of chaotic, right? yeah, especially <laughs> if they're drunk, which happens sometimes too. I can show yeah. up and there's like you know five guys they've been drinking all day and then it's just <laughs> it's complete chaos. But this is good. I can I can handle two. So yeah, that's what we figured. We're like, I right, we can't all be here tonight, but it'll yeah. probably sound better anyway. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it definitely sounds better. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was thinking about it on the way here and and. I've had a lot of variety in terms of the type of bands I've had on the show. Like one week it's like a Brazilian samba duo, and then it's like a rapper, and then a folk singer. But I haven't actually had a ton of heavy stuff. Ooh. I've had you know a few here and there, but it seems like it's a big subgenre, subgenre of subgenres in the city that like a big section of the city's music scene that I've just kind of not intentionally, but just hasn't really been covered by the show. So I'm glad to have you guys on. Hey, thanks. Because you know a lot of the stuff I've had that would qualify as metal or, or any kind of heavier is either more leaning towards hardcore or is more of the kind of really technical instrumental stuff. Yeah. And so what you guys are doing is obviously different from, from both of those things. So it's nice to have kind of representation. And maybe this will open me up to talk to more bands. Because I mean, you know, just looking at the massive wall of posters here, I know yeah. there's a huge scene here, and I've oh, been yeah. to shows and things, but it just for whatever reason, yeah, it just keeps growing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's a it's a growing community. Like the the metal scene in Winnipeg is very strong. There's yeah, a lot of talent, a lot of really good bands that support are, for each other. And yeah, yeah, big support for each other. But like tons of bands are hitting the road and you know going going east to west. Yeah, and, and like I, I follow everyone on social yeah. media. Everyone I find, and I'm like, oh, I should talk to this band, and it just hasn't happened. So, oh yeah, yeah, I'm glad to have you guys on. Um, just to kind of put it in context, though. I hate this question, and you guys will probably hate answering it, but, um, like, where do you fit yourselves within metal as an overarching genre? Because there's so many different subgenres, and it's divided up into six million categories, and everything's oh, yeah. post this or whatever. Like, you know, like if, on, if you have to explain it in, like, you know, Cole's Notes short form, what do you, what kind of band do you say you're in? Like, in uh, short, like, we're kind of like thrash, a death, death metal or... thrash band, you know, okay. but... We're we've flexible. Never, yeah, we've, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. We're, we're that's flexible, a good answer. Like, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, never... Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I've always said to the guys is like, you know, if we're writing songs, let's not just restrict it to like just death metal, just black metal, just thrash. It's yeah. like, what do we love about our favorite genres in it now? Like, who's killing it? What have we been listening to? And you know, we, we try to try to make just like this awesome right. metal stir fry. You know. Yeah, yeah. So we throw in like elements and like a lot of our new stuff are incorporating a little bit of hardcore and two step parts and some, you know, grindy DB parts. One and of our songs even has, like, a 50s rock swing. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Some goo- like we just, we, we're having some fun with our music, and, like, you know, we just want to write fun riffs. We want people humming stuff along in their heads, but, yeah. you know, we try to take elements from, like, different styles of metal and kind of combine our own songs with them. And, you know, yeah. Just, yeah, never try to restrict to just one style. It's just, like, let's make sure it's good. Does that kind of versatility, does that help in terms of getting shows and in terms of just kind of appealing to wider audiences within Winnipeg's, like, you know, metal, punk, hardcore Yeah, it catches, catches people, you know, with a little bit of a left hook. It's like, you know, we, we've got strong, you know, we've still got songs that are, like, strong on the death metal side, yeah, yeah, strong yeah. on the thrash side, but that variety keeps people excited, you know, and okay. keeps them on their toes as they're listening, you know. It's like, oh, they're going to play another fast part. It's like, oh, we might slow it down or switch it up with styling, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Mm. Are, are, in there. are those different influences like like the death metal and thrash stuff and hardcore and everything else we've just mentioned are those coming from different members of the band bringing sort of their own thing to it or are all of you sort of influenced by kind well, of a wide range of stuff yeah like I don't know we're, we're all pretty like well versed like Clay he plays guitar he used to play guitar in a band called Affiliate. I had so them on the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. You, yeah his style is wild like he's very jazz and classical it's super technical too super right? technical yeah. and so he's brought a lot of that element into our new music which has been awesome it's, you know Again, we just add more flavor to the songs, and yeah. it, you know, makes them makes them fun and exciting to listen to. But 
James is a punk drummer. Right? James is a punk drummer, but he's like got more of a jazz background than he's got a metal okay. background. He okay. went down to the LA Music Academy and studied drums there forever. And you know, we, we were jamming Rust and Pete, or no, we were jamming Holy Wars up here the other night. Yeah. He's like, holy crap, did you guys write that? And we're like, <laughs> no, man, I wish. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're millionaires yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But he. <laughs> so he doesn't have the catalog of Doesn't have like the yeah, big yeah. back catalog That's cool, of like, yeah, you know, yeah. a bunch of us grew up on, which is funny. Because yeah. It, again, that adds to a different style with like Blind. Like, you know, when he starts drumming, it's. Yeah. It's his own thing. You can tell it's James and that's cool. It's yeah. not just in the book, you know. And so yeah, we, we try to bring in as many influences as we can with our writing and you know, we just want to write songs and we get excited about playing. Yeah. You know. Are, are there again, I don't want to dwell too much on like trying to put you in a category, but I like to do that in for my own you know, yeah, file. It makes it easier head. just to file things, right? <laughs> are are there artists that you think that as a group kind of you guys would point to as an influence i mean you know again just for my own purposes of, of classifying you yeah like is there anyone that as a, as a collective you guys all sort of say oh this is a band we all like or is it too varied to, to like, do like yeah like a big staple for us you know bands like revocation oh, yeah. super awesome metal band again they, they they're the ones that kind of influence that idea of me just like throw it all in have yeah fun yeah with it, be yeah. thrash be death metal um you know like you know we love our you know old stuff like megadeth and it branches forever, you know. But um, what else? What else? We've got death. like death, you yeah. know, Black Dolly Murder. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just like bands that just like real catchy songs, you know, like they take you in Testament. Like we could go on and on forever. I like. Hey, what do you? You've like, been into so much like textures and even oh, more yeah, progier metal stuff. And I like a lot of like old like old AFI. And, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Before they got all weird and yeah. Yeah, yeah, like around. Propaganda and a lot of yeah. punk stuff. You yeah. Know, like, well, I mean, they have very strong thrash elements too. Yeah. Like, and super then, heavy. You know, they're great dudes. And yeah. Like a huge influence on us. I mean, how you come from Winnipeg without having. I think like, everybody in Winnipeg. Them or yeah. Comeback Kid or yeah. as an influence, yeah. right? You know? Yeah. Well, so. something you mentioned a second ago was uh, kind of bands that are writing catchy songs. And I think that maybe a, uh, a barrier to entry for a lot of people with metal in general is finding the catchiness in it because it's like, you know, an onslaught, right? So. I guess, like, for you guys, what is what is a catchy song? Because what what your answer, I'm assuming, is going to be different than, say, someone in a pop band, right? In terms of yeah. what they're looking for for a song that sort of hits the ear, right? Look for something to be catchy, you know? It's good, like, you know, you can pummel people with notes and blast beats and, you know, shreddy stuff, but it's like, what are they humming at the end of the night? You know, are they, are they able to leave with that song kind of hooked in their head, that riff or whatever that sticks? And yeah. That, that's kind of like the, the end goal with the song is like, are they able to kind of hum like a verse riff or the chorus riff okay. in well, their heads? Like, are they, you know? For me, it's like, can I personally, when we're not playing the songs, hum it at work? Like, I found myself right. humming some of the new stuff. I'm just, that's a good sign to me because it just means I'm going to enjoy actually yeah, going yeah. up there and you know, it reproducing it. You know, those bands will play a million miles an hour and just pummel you with riffs. And that's really, really impressive to a lot of musicians in yeah. the room. But then you ask somebody who doesn't play an instrument, it's like, what do you think? It's like, oh, well, they were super fast, but <laughs> yeah. I can't recall. I don't, I don't, know, what was, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, I guess that's the thing, too, right? I mean, it's, it's almost like jazz in the sense that there are certain bands that, that are really just like musicians, musicians, mm -hmm. and they're playing as technical as humanly possible. Well, and it's super impressive. Strange right? kind yeah. of jazz stuff, too, yeah. right? Like, like well, and prog that. stuff also. I mean, it's like yeah, really yeah. kind of mas masturbatory, but like, yeah. and if you're another guitar player, bassist, or whatever, you're blown away by the guy. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. You appreciate the musianship, like, it's not to talk ill of it at all. Like, no, no, it's, 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 it's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's insane, especially in metal, too. It's like people are always pushing each other to play faster and faster and yeah. faster. And it's like, 
you watch these death metal drummers drum for you know a 35 40 minute set and yeah. it's like that's not easy like i have a hard time running in general like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah yeah so it's it's you know it's take what you choose from it but uh you know at the end of the day it's like hey we want to write those intense songs but you know we want to leave you with something you know so that you come back and see us again or right grab an album or tell a friend you know, look at a riff that sounds like this. <laughs> so it's really not that different than any, any other kind of style, I guess, no, right? Because, I mean, if you're, you're, you're a rap artist, you want to have the same thing. You want someone to be humming along the hook or something, you yeah, know, the next day. Yeah, singing right? back your chorus. Yeah, or yeah exactly, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an important element to any genre yeah. of music, right? You know, yeah, I think that's often, I mean, because a lot of people I know who don't like metal at all, mm-hmm. that is their problem with it. It's like, I don't understand what's catchy about it, right? Like, they, they, they hear it, and they're like, it's just it's loud. <laughs> oh, know? yeah, for sure. And it's like, I, I mean, it is, but yeah. yeah it is, I mean, yeah. you can't just go right from Metallica to Deicide. You right, way right, one right. go and be like, right. you know, the easy way into it, you know, it's, <laughs> there's, you know, bands to get into that, but, you know, yeah, like for the average person, yeah, it could be a lot to take in. Yeah. It's all about the approach, right? For <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait for someone who needs to be 
long, I guess, uh, how long has this been a unit? I know you mentioned before we started recording, there's been a little lineup changes. Yeah. But how long has the band, in some form or another, existed? Endless Chaos got started in 2011. Okay. It's uh, been a while, then, so yeah. So about eight years we've been around the city in Canada. Uh, started with me and my brother. He was playing drums at the time, and again, we've constant lineup changes, you know, just, you know, change of interest, personal yeah. lives get in the way. Yeah. Um, you know, so this lineup's been together for just over a year now. Okay. We, uh, we took this lineup out on the road to Armstrong Metal Fest with us last year, which oh, was cool. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So our first show with all new members was, you know, out of town, and then we didn't play a show in Winnipeg for about a year. Well, no, they, we actually played with this lineup as uh, Clay was a villain. Okay. As a... Uh, our former guitarist oh, yeah, was, yeah, was about to be a dad, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, it was a, was a fill-in lineup that we went with, right? Yeah, and yeah. So it's just, you know, here we are now, and I feel the band's stronger than it's ever been. Cool. You know, every member who's been in the band has contributed, and, and take, like band our and, former guitarist actually came out to our last show. Was oh, cool. Hug fest. Oh yeah, Mike was a awesome huge, huge influence on a lot of like our writing on uh, Paths to Contentment, which came out a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. And phenomenal guitar player, just a wealth of knowledge and great he's the riff master yeah yeah, he's yeah. Like, you know and he's got a lot of catchy solos of and leads and stuff and you know yeah you know, personal well, things get in the way and something i've always wondered with bands that have had a lot of lineup changes is what is the kind of um what is the impetus to keep going as endless chaos i mean if you've had however many changes and like i'm not saying it's a bad thing no, no, obviously yeah. it's working out for you guys but like why not once you get to a certain point just be like okay this is a new band now like what is it about these songs i guess that that you want to keep, keep i think going one thing it was is like at one point it was just like my brother on drums myself and then uh jordan dorge on vocals he sings in wilt okay and it was just the three of us and like we didn't have a bass player and we're like well what do we do do we record a bunch of songs and get guys to learn them and go that road or do we just keep playing live and get guys who are excited about right playing our music live and we're like well let's let's try that and that's how you know we eventually got uh jeff our bassist and uh, James in the band. Okay. You know, we played shows with their other bands, and, you know, my brother and I had just been arguing, just had musical differences. Said, see ya. Yeah. James came in right away because he was already a fan of us, so. There know. was never any thought of just like, oh, we're going to scrap this and start Well, yeah, there's been or? times where I'm like, ah, oh, another one. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm done, you know, I'm pumping the brakes and yeah. moving to somewhere. Yeah. The woods forever. <laughs> Maiden had like, Four different drummers, five different guitars. Yeah, yeah, sure. Trevor's Paul Viano was vocalist. Like the, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Paul Viano, I think, was like the third or fourth vocalist yeah. before their first albums. It's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, it just yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. But you find, you know, eventually, you know, like, oh, we, this lineup works really well. It's just... Yeah, again, like, we're all excited to hang out and see each other, yeah. you know? It's like, we're never coming in here with a chip on our shoulder for, um, you know, something somebody said online or... Right, you know, right. Like yeah, goofy yeah. shit that happens. Which is a thing now that people have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do damage yeah. control for people, right? Yeah. But you know, we get we get excited, and you know, it's a fun group to hang out with. Cool. You know, we, can, we can stay in a van with each other, and that's important. Yeah. You know, we all hang out and get along really well, and you know, like yeah. So the, the idea of like, you know, lineup change. You know, if it was like a significant thing where everybody kind of just jumped ship and it was just myself left. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, let's close the chapter. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, let, let, let's start another book here. You know, so. Is there a noticeable, like sonically, is there a noticeable difference between sort of different eras of the band? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Like the the material is definitely a lot more matured now. Like a lot of the songs on Past to Contentment were a little bit older. Okay. You know, a couple of them are like three, four years old. You know, stuff that you know my brother and I had written, but didn't get around to 
do like fully recording it again, sure, waiting sure. on members. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so yeah, to get those songs down on paper and move on to that next step, you know, like you know, our new stuff, it's got darker elements, more technical elements with the addition of clay. You know, more structure for riffs and vocals. You know, because Trevor's lyrics. Yeah. Trevor and Jeff have been writing lyrics together now, and plus, I mean, I, I kind of, I took what uh, Palmer left behind, and I just like I was actually when I was learning the material to fill in for him. Yeah. I would say that Palmer, the pre- previous Palmer, vocalist, yeah, he, he's been a big, he's actually been a big influence on me oh, wanting cool. to join the band. That's cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, he had the unthinkable task of replacing all of our previous singers' lyrics. <laughs> yeah, and he killed it. He wrote yeah. like these novels for each one of these songs, and they just like inspired a direction. And like, oh yeah, right, let's like have some real structure to these yeah. songs vocally, you know, because now we're solidified. And, you know, again, Palmer sang on the last album. You know, we talked to Trevor, but um, you know, Trevor's lyrics and his uh, vocal ideas are incredible, and it's awesome to have him oh. in the band. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you want, though. You want someone that you feel awesome about having in the band, right? Especially yeah, if it's a replacement for member, member. You always member. want a guy to yeah. bring the bar up. The yeah, next yeah, level, right? yeah. And that's that's one of the things I've since I've joined this band. I've, like, it's nothing against my former bands, but this sure. is the band that I felt the most comfortable actually being myself in the writing process. Okay. Okay. And just, oh, I, you know, I'm influenced by this. I'm just gonna write about it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is there kind of when you when you're writing lyrics? I mean, are, are you? Maybe even at first when you first joined, is there kind of an idea of you want to keep it as a continuum with what came before you, or are you just doing your own thing and putting I, it to that sound? Well, I kind of a mix of like first is a good example. Like it's a mix of what Palmer left behind, like his kind of themes, but okay. adding more personal, more of a like personal story behind it. It's like a metaphor for something I put myself through, and okay. just other things that I enjoy in life that kind of mix it into the pot. It's kind of like tell a story. Like yeah. a, lot, a lot of the songs like have a beginning, middle, and end yeah. lyrically, yeah. right? Yeah. And that ties it all together as opposed to just, you know, talking endlessly about blood and gore. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which a lot of bands are kind of stuck Which in is that. like sick it's hilarious, at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's got its place in <laughs> yeah. time and humor. And, yeah. But, you know, like, like we try to make sure each song's got its own narrative, right? Okay. And, you know, brings a little bit of direction to it and then some of it's yeah some of it's dark some of it has a bit of humor in, sure. it in there and yeah well, just, again we just want to write fun tunes you yeah know? yeah so are you, are you writing more um like emotionally as as a group i mean or is it more kind of thought out and, and planned out a little bit more thought out and planned out for sure um again just having this breath of fresh air over the last year and a bit has helped really influence a ton of ideas and it's gotten the uh, the wheels turning right cool. so um you know, we, we they were writing songs with vocals in mind. You know, would this part sound cool if it was just the guitar and vocals? Okay, or, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what can we do to change up what we've done before? And that's that's been a big goal for this new album, so. Are you writing together, or is it music and then vocals kind of separated? We've actually been, I've been in the room. And, yeah. You know, so I've occasionally, I'll throw it to... I won't really have like a lyric. Sometimes I will, but I'll, even just to like scat ad libs yeah. and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff right, to right. get kind of timing and cadences down. Like, who cares if there's no words? We're not releasing right. it. You right. know what yeah. I mean? But if I well, then like you go a, back to it afterwards, and then yeah. you yeah. feel that piece yeah. words and syllables all yeah. over the place. But yeah, the writing's kind of a collective thing with us. Like, we'll come to practice, and it'll be like, "Hey, I've got this cool riff. James, can you play this kind of drum beat?" And then he'll be like, "Oh, I want to do this instead." And we'll be like, "Cool." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, I want to do ten other different beats. So I just want to try them out." And I'm like. Pick whichever one's the most fun for you to play. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, and you know, it's, you know, if it's a part where it requires something a little simpler, I'll tell them. You know, but for the most part, we write collectively. And, okay. 
you're kind of stoked on you know riffs yeah 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 <laughs> riffs well, are I, a big thing you know <laughs> for sure for sure yeah, yeah yeah do you think the riffs are, are the most important thing i mean is that kind of what all the songs are, are based around or i mean i mean the, the riff kind of dictates the pace of the song right like, yeah i know, get that makes sense yeah you know and the, we will, we want to make sure that every part you know, was distinct right like so the verse sounds like a verse or you know sure. we've got songs that kind of go from one end to the next and don't really repeat what happened in a verse we change it up a little bit so but you know it's, it's important again that want people kind of either humming along in their heads or yeah wanting more from it so and the riff is what they're going to remember probably yeah. more than anything yeah, yeah. yeah for sure
So what's uh, yeah? I know you mentioned you know you're working on new stuff. Um, you have what two EPs out now? Is that? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got rejected atrocity as our first EP is like three song. Yeah, we've got those on seven inch. That came oh, that's out cool. in twenty thirteen no twenty fourteen, and then uh, passed to contentment, uh, which is our full length. That one came out in uh, October twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, that's like eight songs on there. It just squeezes in just under a half hour. Right, right, yeah, yeah. A lot of music on so there. So the next one's going to be full length, though? Is that what I mean, you're Yeah, next, one, next one's a full length. We're aiming for 10 songs. Cool. We're about seven deep right now. So cool. No, but let's say eight deep. Eight deep. Yeah, let's call it eight. In terms of writing yeah, or recording or both? Yeah, for, right, for writing right, right now, yeah. yeah. Like I said, we want to be into the studio, you know, just after Christmas. Cool. You know, is that Christmas money or both? <laughs> yeah, use it for recording, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, so... So yeah, we want to be in the studio and hopefully have it out by next year. Cool. Yeah. So of those songs that, that you have kind of, you're working towards that, how, how old are those songs? Are they all sort of with this current lineup? Within like the last year and a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we, we have some stuff that when that we had written completely when Mike Taves was still in the band. Right. So we hung on to those songs. He said, go for it. So, you know. Yeah. Great, great songs on there. And then, so I think there was about three from that era, about four or five from this new lineup. Okay. So. So yeah, a little bit of an amalgamation, but the music again more of a direction of which we're trying to yeah, do yeah. now, right? So, yeah, well, that's what you want to do, hopefully, and you don't want to spend yeah. all the time recording something and it's the old. Well, and it sounds style, exactly yeah. like stuff I was writing, you know, six years ago. Right, it wasn't, you know, yeah. it was inspired by different stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so to kind of go back to what we were talking about at the beginning about you know Winnipeg is a strong metal scene. There's a lot mm-hmm. of bands, there's new bands kind of popping up every week. Yeah, yeah. How, I, I mean, obviously, the longevity of the group is going to help a little bit in terms of your finding your place within the metal scene but mm. how, because there's so many bands how do you kind of get yourselves heard above and beyond everyone else promoting our shows you know like, like really giving the putting the feet to the street and yeah. getting posters out and you know well I see, not, we not, see not, posters all the time that you guys are on yeah, so yeah and you know like not, right? try not to bombard people through social media you know like be tasteful with it <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's sharing it three yeah, times yeah. a day yeah. every other day you know because that can get overwhelming as well it can but, yeah you know and you know, we, we put on shows and we, we you know, we want to be professional and, you know, we kind of set the bar, you know, if it requires us bringing, you know, some extra lights and we got a buddy working the lights for us, sure. you know, to add that extra flavor and, you know, we, we, we just, yeah. we, have, we have fun on stage yeah. for high energy, you know. So that Moving kind of showmanship is part of it, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know. You want to make an impression, obviously. Yeah, we yeah. want to make an impression, you know, like, we, we want to be. It's always fun to watch those videos after, like, oh, yeah, that, bet, that, yeah, looked, yeah. that actually looks yeah. sick from that perspective. Like, we, you know, we get to the room and it's like, okay, we got a show in two weeks, you know, we're practicing those sets, head banging. And yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, coming up with ideas. For, you know, I even go to choreograph, which sounds cheesy for metal, but yeah. it's like, but it's, it's part an of important it, right? thing, yeah, you know, yeah. you look at the pros and it's like, oh, they got the parts where they synchronize head banging. Yep, yep. Well, it's not coincidence. You know, it didn't just happen to yeah. Yeah. It looks freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the guitar player's taking center stage for a guitar solo. Right. Everybody hang back a bit, you yeah. know? And, you know, like, yeah, despite it being, like, a local show, it's, like, we still want it to be a pro gig. For sure. You know, whether there's, you know, 50 people or 500 people, we're going to play, like, there's 5,000. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, you know. And it comes the, back to enjoying the music you're playing, like. Right, yeah, I, you, you want to have fun with it on stage, too. Yeah, right? yeah like, yeah. if we're in front of 10 people, I'm still going to have fun because I enjoy what we're doing. Sure, you know, yeah. Some of the new stuff are, like, some of these riffs are fucking hard, but it's, sure. like, we make it look like I'm enjoying it right yeah. now. You know? <laughs> but, it, yeah. you know, that, that's a big part. Like, you know, it shows that we're having fun. We've got the energy. We're moving around on stage. It yeah. gets the crowd moving. Well, it does help from an audience perspective, too, because yeah. if you see a band, it doesn't matter how good they are, mm-hmm. but they just stand there, It's it kind of sucks you out of it, really. It's, yeah. It's like, they, when they don't look like they're having fun, how are you supposed to enjoy it? Well, yeah, and, and that's almost more exhausting mm-hmm. than thrashing around the whole night really yeah. you know yeah. it's like 
well, that was cool, but like, I need to sit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think my favorite example of I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but I think it's a hilarious example. Um, have you guys seen The Last Waltz? The no. movie, but you know, the band, like uh, Robbie Robertson and them, the, the 70s, 60s, 70s. Anyway, they did a, their last show was in 70, whatever, and they Scorsese filmed a documentary about it. Okay. So they have all these guests on, they have like Neil Young, Eric Clapton, Joni Mitchell, all these big names coming on to play songs with them. Yeah. And at one point, Eric Clapton is guesting on a song mm-hmm. and he's playing a solo and he looks like a robot he stands there he's a very good guitar player obviously yeah. but he, he's not moving he looks like he's not enjoying himself he's just completely bored Can and then it. the guitar strap falls off in the middle <laughs> of the song and he doesn't know what to do because he's a robot and then all of a sudden <laughs> Robbie Robertson who's playing rhythm guitar yeah. steps up in front of the stage and starts soloing and technically he's way worse than Clapton but he's dancing around with it having fun and it's yeah. just way better like it's yeah. so much more enjoyable to watch that like I actually like you every came time there I, for the job yeah every, every, time, I, every time I see it what, yeah. I wait for that point like I love the movie I wait for that point where Clapton's strap falls off because it's hilarious yeah. <laughs> and the song just gets way better because it's yeah. renowned the guitar last the last waltz yes the band the band's last uh, they did their last show and they brought made like a huge documentary about it and all these you know like Neil Diamond's even all these random people show up and yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just that one part it kills me every time because Clapton, like, he's a way better musician, but he just he has no soul, and the thing falls off. And Robertson Whoa, done plays playing, a bunch of bad yeah. notes and yeah. stuff, but he's dancing around, he's Owns obviously it, yeah. laughing about it and having fun, and Clapton's just sitting there like, I don't know what. My I'm turn doing. to shine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at how much cooler I love. Yeah. So that that's like to me the quintessential like have fun on stage thing because yeah. you, like it's just it's boring until that well, happens. And, like yeah. I, I've wiped out on stage, I've fallen over, you know. And, yeah. You pick yourself back up. It's almost like you fall over, and you almost have that spinal tap moment where, like, Nigel Tussle falls back yeah, on his yeah. legs, and he's locked because because <laughs> he hasn't done this in a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's like nobody's there to pick you up, so you just try to roll out. Yeah. Get yourself up, and yeah, you, you know, you own it. Play a wrong note, own it. Just have fun with yeah, it. You know. Like, yeah. Like, it, playing in a metal band is there uh, the potential of getting too spinal tappy? Not 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 musically or anything, but like just because I mean. Even looking at a poster, just the logos are so ridiculous. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. They're so ridiculous. And, the, you know, the gore-type lyrics and stuff. Is there the potential to just be like, take it too far that way? Like, or is that even a bad thing? Like, when you, your band clearly went to, like, Dollarama to buy weapons before the show. That's, like, yeah, it's amazing. Swords, axes, yeah. and stuff. Like, it's goofy, but it's, like, still kind of cheesy. You yeah. know, it's, like, kind of Spinal Tap-ish. You yeah. Know? Like, I can't think of anybody who's got, like, you know, a 24-inch Stonehenge falling from the <laughs> Maybe not but to that level, like, but you know what I mean, right? But, like, like anticipating it, you know? Like, somebody's going to do it. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Like, a lot of bands, like, they've got their own thing when they bring shows, you know? Like, you, we, all, we all kind of push each other in this city to, like... Yeah, to go further. Know, to go further and further. Because yeah. we like bringing people out to the shows. We want the shows to do well. Yeah. We want our bands to do well, and... Because if I, I feel like if I was in a metal band, like I would just be going way overboard with the fake blood. I mean, I have with non-metal bands. I've yeah. been in. I've done that. So, like, it just, yeah. Well, yeah. The temptation like, must be strong to just be ridiculous. With yeah, I would. I would love to be in a theatrical band where yeah. I can like dress up and wear gauntlets and spikes and face paint, yeah. spit blood and shoot fires, yeah, when tons of smoke machines and everything. But like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess like it, down the road. I mean, yeah. depends where the lyrics go. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you be dressing up. I'm gonna wear rollerblades on stage. That'd be <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> Trip on a cable there. That'd actually be amazing. You see someone rollerblade up and do a Holy oh, smokes! Yeah, incredible. Like, <laughs> <on my brother. laughs> make this happen. Yeah, I think you need to. That's yeah, all around the stores and fake blood and roller skates. Yeah, yeah. shorts and roller skates yeah. next, <laughs> next show. Yeah. <laughs>
So wh- <laughs> when are you expecting the new uh, record you're working on? Like, it's not for a while, because obviously you're still writing the songs. Yeah, yeah. What kind of um, timeline are, are you looking at? We're hoping to have it released uh, just after summer. Okay. Early summer, or late summer uh, for 2020. Okay. we got to work um, out the details, really. It's sure, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We want to yeah. work out the logistic details still. You know, we've got a couple people are still talking to about the release. And okay. Well, plan it so it goes off, right? You yeah, know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then I guess, are you, are you touring? Are you planning on touring in support of that once that, yeah. once that comes yeah, out? Yeah, we've got to line up, you know, the PR and everything for it first, yeah. you know, to make sure we get the support and interest. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is always a big part before booking anything. Yeah. But, uh, we've, we've built quite a few contacts out of the West and East, so we definitely want to go coast to coast with whatever we're touring yeah for. yeah well on that on that topic i mean I, I think just over the course of doing this show like i've been doing it for almost seven years now mm-hmm. and so i've talked to like bands at all levels of kind of success whether it's some band that's played two shows in the basement to you know like i had fred penner on here you know like, people who have been doing it for well, decades right? and like so as far as that aspect of things you know like planning tours and and doing the pr stuff doing the marketing the promotion and the social media crap and all that like how have you guys found that part of being in a band because a lot of people are really great at it and they love it other people just hate it and wish they could just do the music part like uh, there's a part of it that's like frustrating and you know it's like coordinating with those people on the other side yeah you know and working with timelines and due dates and you know uh you know there's mistakes on both sides all the time i think it's kind of like an unknown factor until you actually do it right you know, there's a lot of bands that don't know that you can reach out to these pr companies you have no idea yeah. they have yeah. no idea and you know that's what helps get you you know into college radios stations and you know, helps with distro plans totally. and gets you in magazines and stuff. And that's an important step of it, you know. And it's like, you know, there's a way to work hard and do that naturally. And it's not like it's cheating or anything. It's just, No, know, it's just part of how you have to do it now. Part, right? part yeah. of the business, right? Yeah. And Have uh, you guys, like, embraced that, though? Or is it... Yeah, uh, we, we, with our uh, with our last release, we did a little bit of PR with it um, through Asher Media Relations okay. with John Asher. Great guy to work with. I get so many emails from that guy, like, on a daily basis well, for bands sure, from yeah. random countries. Wherever, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, that guy goes hard. Yeah, uh, totally. He doesn't yeah. stop, but he, he opened up a bunch of opportunities for us, you know, and he, we, we got an email from him one day. Well, actually, I had a buddy who lives in Kentucky, and he bought, like, a Decibel magazine. Okay. He's like, you guys are in Decibel. That's cool. I'm like, that's freaking cool. Yeah. And it was, like, a Dave Brocky uh, memorial issue after he had passed away okay. in, uh, in Guar. Right. And, uh, so it was, like, about three or four years ago now? Or? Both, yeah, about four yeah. years ago. And uh, Asher emailed us. He's like, how did you guys get into Decibel? Like, <laughs> thought you contacted somebody. <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> no, we didn't. Cool, yeah. So you, so you know, like they, things can go so far, and we, yeah, we recently got ranked uh, in the top twenty bands to check out across Canada through Current. I think I saw that on your social media, yeah. which it's is crazy. Really, that's really cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was like between us and Ken Mode. Nice, and that's <laughs> fucked up. Well, and Ken, Ken Mode is like such a high so level of success. They've yeah, toured yeah. all over the world. Yeah. like I look up to those guys tons. Well, and they're like one of the best bands coming out of Winnipeg the ever. Best too. bands yeah. coming out of Winnipeg. They're yeah. so intense. You yeah. know, they bring it. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. And so to be to be put up there with them is like, because like holy shit, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, <laughs> how did we do this? Like I, I just, you know, it's cool. Yeah. And we're up there with like other bands like Black Thunder or was it Black Wizard? Tons of wicked bands. From Lots of bands Canada. of black in the title. Black in or yeah. Wizard or <laughs> Wizards in there. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of killer bands that we were put up there with, and you know, it was quite the honor and a surprise because you know past contentment's been out for about two years and we haven't really pushed much because yeah you're working on new we've stuff been working yeah. on new stuff line and so the line yeah. of changes like last year we had three vocalists and whatever but yeah uh yeah to just like wake up and get tagged in a post it's like dude you got that's awesome mentioned yeah. by kerrang and it's yeah. like whoa so when you see that, is do you, do you almost feel like there's a, like an imposter syndrome? Like, why are we in here? Do we belong in here? Or do you feel like it's kind of the the 
culmination of all the work you've done up to this point? Like, are you kind of like, oh, wow, this is crazy? Or is it sort of like, yeah, we Like, immediately, this. I'm like, I think there's like, you know, five, ten other bands that would come to mind first. But, yeah. you know, I also look at how much we've worked and how hard we've, you know, put our hearts and souls into Endless Chaos. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 it like it was a bit of derealization, but it's like, yeah, you know, I've put a ton of work into this band, and you know, and persevered through all those stupid lineup changes. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. And we're yeah. still sure. together writing music, and you know, to do it with like you know four other guys that I love playing tunes with. That helps. Yeah, helps a ton, <laughs> and sure. it's just like a big pat on the back for each of us, you know, and it makes me, it makes us excited, you know, keep writing music. It pushes us to that next level. Yeah, to, you know, make sure that this release is what people want you know well now that you've been in Kerrang people are expecting something right? yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that, that's you have to live too, up yeah. to the hype right like, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. gotta live up to the hype yeah. it's like Kenmo just released Loved and fucked yeah, up yeah it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. and here we are with an untitled album that was, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brewing you know yeah, yeah. we well, got some we time we right? got some still time. working we got on some time. Yeah. yeah yeah you know but uh you know they, they, that was a really cool thing so like yeah you know your hard work and your dedication and those hours of self-doubt and yeah like do i keep doing this should i call it quits like that was that was the thing like when i was asked to fill in for you guys i didn't even want to be in the we band we contacted okay. trevor yeah we contacted <laughs> trevor like, like two or three years ago like hey man as stories were told we need a new vocalist and um he, he turned it down. He just he wasn't it's interested. Not, I didn't. Li- it's not that I didn't like the band. I just yeah. I didn't want to be in a band anymore. Well, he's just but... done a ton of touring with the other bands and stuff too, right? And so like yeah, yeah. And then we you know had a couple guys in. We had Mike Palmer who plays guitar in Anomalism. Right. And then, he filled it for a couple of years, and then we he had to go. And, and Ben James pops up, and he's like, "Hey, remember that time I asked you to be in my band?" <laughs> <laughs> well. And then I like then again I was like you don't uh, have to write any lyrics to start. At first I was just like ah, I don't know if I want to do it. And then James is like ah well we at least need somebody to fill in for Metal Fest. I was like you know like I'll at least you know, I haven't I hadn't played a show in a while. I was yeah. like, I can get that itch one show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so let's sh- get your first show with Matt yeah. of the Metal Fest. <laughs> Four hundred people. So he yeah. drops. It's off a big CD. show to start with <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that's I like, started learning the lyrics and like. <laughs> and I come in and I ask uh, I think Tay's turned me he's like oh you see the street trash from 1985 and he told me the song Vipers about that and then I just like man he's, I can write about this stuff <laughs> yeah. you're telling me I could have that kind of fun yeah, yeah yeah and then I came to the jam and I'm like the guys are fun and I'm like oh man I kind of want to be in a band again <laughs> and I just like played the show and I'm like oh. that's cool yeah well that's it that's like a good way I guess to to, to join to like give it some time after initially being asked and think about yeah. it and then and then organically sort of just end up there right well and it, this, this, it goes a layer deeper almost because like trevor's first show with us was at mantle the metal yeah. fest uh, last year with demolition hammer my first time ever going to a mantle the metal fest is old band damascus was okay. playing at this point i was like i want to be in a band yeah yeah but i didn't have a band yet i was like 20 okay and i was up front watching damascus trevor was going nuts singing <laughs> i have a fuck killer tom i'm just head banging yeah and i had my hands on the front monitors at the zoos before they put the railing yeah in yeah, yeah. Oh, and trevor jumped up on the monitor and squashed my hand <laughs> and i was like god he's like oh i'm sorry man and that was my first Manitoba Metal Fest. Right. And then you end up having a So movie. our first show was like 10 years later at Manitoba That's Metal Fest cool, together. That's kind of cool, yeah. It was just like a weird, like, uh, full circle sort yeah. of thing for me. And, you know, Trevor and I have been buds for years. And okay, I've seen, like, I've seen you 
few bands and yeah i've seen you in a few bands <laughs> yeah. yeah well the winnipeg scene is so incestuous everyone's in each other's bands like yeah especially when you're knows. in certain genres too like it's just oh yeah he's, the lineup sort of works community a that friends that's, that's what i love about it yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's honestly a community there's I no can, beefs yeah. there's like nobody's you know, trying to outdo anybody we're all yeah. just trying to actually yeah, awesome. like yo we're, we're not playing the show, show go yeah. check out this band though yeah or you're at each other's shows if you're not playing the yeah. show right yeah, yeah so like yeah. you could go to any metal show in winnipeg and in that room are like seven or eight other bands that's awesome yeah. that are there to support you know they want to have a good time they you know we're all friends with each other and yeah that's that's what you a want cool thing yeah right? for sure and then that way if one band breaks out everyone's happy for them and then it gives the opportunity for those bands to kind of come up with that oh, band. Well, and that's yeah. that's the push too right and it's like oh you know buddy you're headed out west or through the states and it's yeah. like you can message your friends, be like, hey, check these dates totally, out. Totally, yeah, yeah. They're in town. They're, they're from Winnipeg. You can help uh, book shows. Do, do you my buddies a solid, you know, you can give them a place to sleep, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. Do the floor. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. floor, a couch, whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the kind of support you get. And it's just like, you know, you could be out of Vancouver and be like, oh, you know so-and-so from Winnipeg? Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, they played here a couple of years ago. You know, come over to our place. We'll have beers, hang out. Yeah, that's cool. Give you guys a place to sleep. I'm like, sure, I'll take a bed and a shower. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's than, no mold on the floor. I'm rather okay. than a van seat or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm no stranger to the van. No, I'm no, like, I'm sure. But there's sure times where I'm like, I'm sleeping in the van. I like road trips. So I'm fine to sleep in the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen you falling asleep in the van at seven in the afternoon, <laughs> blazing hot out with a blanket over you. Like it was no big deal. Like you're just having to sweat. <laughs> you know? I've done this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah just get used to it, I guess. I'm just trying to shut off the pounds of Trevor. <laughs> So what do you have um, coming up in the near future? Uh, so we got a, like a handful of shows coming up. Um, big one that's coming up soon, though, is with uh, Warbringer and Enforcer. Warbringer being from California and Enforcer making their way all the way over from Sweden. Oh, cool. Which is really cool. Wicked speed metal and thrash metal that night. Uh, that'll be September 17th at the Park Theater. Park, awesome. So that'll be a really fun show. I've been wanting to play with Warbringer since the first time I saw them. Cool. So they've been around for a while. They're cool, cool. guys. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. I mean, they're... You know, after that, we're taking the rest of the year off and right, working on the album. Got, yeah, working on that album. Cool. We got to get it out. You know, we're hungry for it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. How long do you usually? I mean, how frequently do you usually play shows? Like, is that a big gap of time for you guys not to be performing or? Not necessarily. Like, we've played Winnipeg a whole bunch over the years, sure. right? So if we play Winnipeg, we try to play maybe four times a year, okay. five times a year. And we'll try to do the rest out of town, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, not burn people out on your material. Not to burn people and out yourself on your material, too, right? yeah. And it's like, especially when we're writing new material, you know, we don't want to just like, here's all of it. And you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 more, yeah. Or, you know, We've wanna, heard it 17 times already. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, want, yeah. We'll want to hang on to some of the new material that we're writing, you know, sure. so that it's sure. not stale and it's fresh so we, you know, catch those people off guard Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the next show. And again, yeah, it keeps people interested, right? You don't want to play too much. You know, thins the herd a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, cool. yeah, you know, try to do most of our dates out of town if we can. Cool. Yeah. And if people are hearing you for the first time on the show, um, I mean, I know you've been around for a long time. Yeah. But because of the, the, the weird variety of bands on here, it's very likely someone could be hearing this and be like, oh, cool, I've never heard these guys before. Yeah. What's the best way to find out more about when you're playing shows, hear your music, all that kind of stuff? Facebook. Yes, Facebook Instagram. Facebook and Instagram are on there. Uh, Facebook.com, Endless Chaos Official for both that and Instagram. So, yeah, and Endless Chaos Official. Uh, if you want to check out music, support us, buy the album. Uh, it's available on our Bandcamp, which you can okay. link through through Instagram. And, and I'll, I'll link to some of that stuff on the show notes yeah. so people can just... Yeah, and then we're on like every streamable, imaginable, penniless right, the one <laughs> streaming <laughs> service. Zero, zero, six yeah. Cents per play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so... You know, cool. check it out, support us. You know, those numbers at the end of the day matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they uh, do know, eventually. Cool, Even though if it's tiny, it's still it's tiny. something, It's right? a couple yeah. bucks, right? Yeah. So, 
Do you yeah. uh, are the physical uh, copies available? Or are you, yeah, are we still got physical copies available, uh, both available through Bandcamp. Cool. You know, we just ship them out within a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that shows obviously. And it shows, yeah. We we'll always we we'll always have merch. It shows. Yeah. Shirts, pins, cool. bottle openers, whatever. Bottle openers. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they yeah. look like uh, two-inch buttons, but they got a bottle opener. Oh, cool. So they're kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Well, people should check that out. They should check out the uh, the new album when it comes out. I mean, yeah. you could think about this being a podcast if someone could hear this, you know, a year from now. At which point, at which point the record's out, and then wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> exactly, wow, yeah. So I mean, that would be cool, right? And and so Timing. yeah, so <laughs> and I'll I'll link to the Bandcamp and stuff on the show notes again, so yeah. people can check you out like that way. And um. Yeah, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 400 and whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. It's all there. If you, for some reason, want to listen to really old ones, you can. I wouldn't recommend it because <laughs> it kind of gets better as time goes on, I think, in terms of just everything about the show is yeah. better. But it's there. It's there. If you want to go back, it's there. Um, you can also tune in to UMFM 11.5 on Sundays at midnight. And those are older episodes that kind of get a boost uh, a few months after they air as a podcast. So, I mean, this, you know, we're recording this in August. It might not be till the spring or something when it airs. And if you're driving in your car at midnight on a Sunday, which is like the might prime catch it, yeah. radio listening time, you could oh, yeah. turn it on, boom, there you guys are. Hey, the album's out already or whatever, right? Someone could go and buy it immediately nice, after. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a cool uh, added bonus, even though it is at midnight on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we could listen to the weirdest radio. I used to stay up all night. Yeah. And- it cruise through like old AM stations when I couldn't sleep, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell is this guy ranting about?" That's where you find the best stuff. Is it the, the weird stuff yeah. at night? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, anyway, that's that's the podcast right there. That's what yeah, I got for man. you. So well, thanks, thanks for, for uh, thanks for having me in the glorious uh, Grand Exchange building. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> right on. <laughs>